3: Online at DiamondsDirect.com.
2: Hi everyone, I'm Rachel Zoe.
3: And I'm Roger Berman.
2: And you're listening to Works For Us. We talk to people about what works in their relationships and, of course, what doesn't.
3: Nate Berkus has had an award-winning interior design firm since he was 24. Slacker. His design work (laughs) has been featured in Architectural Digest, Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, and InStyle.
2: Amongst a hundred others.
3: Ever since Nate's first appearance on... The Oprah Winfrey Show. In 2002, he has become one of the world's most recognizable interior designers. Let's give it up for Nate Berkus. Oh, and Jeremiah's there too.
2: (laughs) Okay, Jeremiah um, as well, an incredibly celebrated interior designer. He and Nate um, are the stars of their own TV show, Nate and Jeremiah, which is incredible. Save My House on HGTV. He also stars on The Ode, Homemade, simple, and say I do. He founded his design firm, Jeremiah Brand, JBD, in 2011, a full-service interior design firm based in L.A., and New York. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I can't again imagine that you don't, but they have an incredible furniture and accessories line for living spaces, which living I, spaces, yes, which I am incredibly <laughs> do, do. obsessed with. Okay, you guys. And thanks. just
3: and just for one more uh, gratuitous plug, it's actually Jeremiah Brent Design. What did I say? JBD. You missed out the design. No, so I said people were Google searching to get their interiors <laughs> oh, sorry. done. JBD.
2: Okay, sorry. They, Jeremiah they Brent would to d- go design. To
3: Jeremiah Brent <laughs> design to get all of their (laughs) fancy wares.
2: I mean, honestly, we wanted to talk to you because we believe that you have one of the most sort of thoughtful, inspiring, uh, incredibly understanding um, relationships. And, you know, you, similar to us, work together. Um, But, you know... At the risk of sounding cheesy, you love each other beautifully in this very calm way, it appears to be, um, and and work together, which is really lovely. Roger and I are not, you know, we do it, but it's not as peaceful as it seems to be <laughs> for you guys. I also want to just say before we kick off, a slight little mention of the fact that I had the good fortune of working with Jeremiah because he walked <laughs> through my doors and um, And was the cutest, most handsome thing I ever met. And he walked in to my studio long ago. ago, And I said, what do you want to do? And he said, I'll do anything. I really like designing homes and interiors, but I love fashion. I love styling. I love anything that's beautiful. And he said, but I I will work really, really hard. And I want to work with you. And then I fell in love with him. And we started working together from that point on. And I had my first baby with it. No, not with him, but yeah. um, kind of though.
0: surprise.
2: Surprise. <laughs>
3: and...
0: I
2: knew that kid
3: was too damn handsome. Mm. Totally, we we said that.
2: I'll you are like take he's too good kid right. yeah,
3: And I will gorgeous. say,
2: fun fact: um, he cries a lot. Okay, so we digress <laughs> <laughs> in in the cute way, in the loving way, like in oh. a, in a, every his heart, he just makes him cry. Okay. So we always like to start at the very beginning because the most important part of a relationship or one of them anyway, um, is kind of where it started. Um, and you know, Roger and I love your relationship. I think many people do. It's been nice for us that we kind of have known you from the beginning, but I think it's important that you give our listeners, um, a little bit of a backstory and fun fact, I might take a little bit of credit later on, but let's hear about it. Well, I, feel like, I
0: feel like you can take most of the credit. I mean, I, one of the first times that Nate was ever brought up to me, I will never forget I was in your kitchen and you said you were sitting at that white kitchen table yep. and you said to me, you know who you need to fall in love with um, is Nate Burkus. She's like, have you heard of him? And I was like, mm, yeah, I've heard of him. She's <laughs> like, he, you guys would love each other. And I was like, well, this is great. And you're like, but he's <laughs> been somebody they've been together for years. I was like, awesome. Perfect. Um and then randomly... And you said
2: I would die to meet him.
0: don't you start on. with me. Well, there I is a little not. history
1: there, Terry. I mean, in all honesty. There's no history. <laughs> Home Depot. There's some there's some one stuff. time. Yeah, Did one you time spy on him. Yeah, there was some there was a few things. We were
0: at Home Depot way before I started working with you. I was like 7, 19 and you know, messy. And I don't know even why how I was buying anything at Home Depot, but I was there with a girlfriend and Nate was in front of me with. Brian Atwood, what? and I said, to, yeah, and I said to my girlfriend, Brian I was like, Atwood oh. was
2: at Home Depot? I, which, that's
1: the, the, way, craziest the, that's the craziest story. part about the whole story. story. That's the craziest part about the story. That's <laughs> the craziest, that's where the story goes, <laughs> only for Nate, sideways, <laughs> only sideways for Nate.
0: Um, and <laughs> I remember saying to my girlfriend, we joke about it all the time, I was like, oh, if he would just meet me, like we would fall in love for sure. Mm-hmm. And then whatever, and it ended up happening. But that's okay, not so where the love story that, ends. so you said that, not me. So
3: you put it out in
2: the universe. I was I was, put I, it out in
3: the universe.
2: Well, I was dancing around it a little, Nate. Okay. I wasn't going to say that, but, but then Jared so, just kind of planted it. So then let so me- yes, let He me, was already pre-in love with you.
1: Okay, <laughs> so let me also then give you a little bit of, of my version of what was happening at the same time while Jeremiah's sitting at a table in your kitchen, actually yes. pre that table. So yes. you two moved into this house in Beverly Hills that we ended up living in. And when you were, which moving, is the craziest story? I don't story know if you remember this, but we first. both lived at the exact same house with yes. our How families, bizarre. whatever. Yes, so what single white female. So, <laughs> so there was a moment when Roger Berman, who has not arrived after the Webbies and your business together and all this stuff, at spending money freely, that I found myself in this Still really He's uncomfortable. He's a a dealer. Wait, this wildly uncomfortable phone conversation <laughs> about my fee structure to decorate the house that I was gonna go live in many years later in the future with Jeremiah. Overpriced. And we Roger said it, we said it, all well, said it. he's Roger, overpriced. Yeah, Roger's like, you know what? No, I'm just, you know, I, I just, I, you know, we're, we've got this, we've got that, yep. like, you could be on Bravo. I was like, I'm on NBC, I have a talk show right now that's on every day and every <laughs> it Sounds market. exactly
3: like me. What, was dollars? Like, what was paying like, like, yeah, real was American like, dollars? Members?
1: And then I was like, well, Raj, no, you know, that's how we work. And Roger's like, yeah, no, that's how we don't work. And I was like, great. <laughs> Fast forward. Let's part as friends. Fast, forward. hundred percent. Always. (laughs) I barely remember this. I kind of
2: do remember. remember I remember. Totally remember. So
1: fast forward to, I'm on the phone with you, Rach. Months later, and I'm like, "Hey, so how's the house going? Like, what's going on?" And you're like, "Oh my god, I hired the most adorable person. We call him Baby Nate at the office.
2: Uh, I wasn't gonna say it. Okay. And
1: I and he's like so great." And Nate he literally like hung he up would... the
2: phone and was like, you're an asshole. That yeah, was, oh I was.
1: Because I was like, kind of like, you know, my relationship at the time was like fine, but it was like not great, as <laughs> many people knew, including me and the person I was in the relationship with. But we were like, I was like, whoa. And I remember hanging up the phone. I'm like, baby Nate? Who's baby Nate? This is crazy. This is <laughs> What's happening here? And Jeremiah ended up talking with Sasha in my office at the time about your project, in Beverly Hills, so as I had said to Roger, well, you know, I'm happy if, if you know, whoever is ends up working, if they need any information, blah blah blah, whatever, they're and welcome Nate to reach out to the office in Chicago. Connections.
3: The only reason why we hired him was so damn cheap.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thank God, I was. Well, shit's changed. Yeah. No. Wow, should, oh, yeah. should I never. Can't I can't oh afford God. either one of oh, these things. It's like scary. We would trade design services. Yeah, for clothes say. and jewelry for our daughter. Would though. you?
2: Because guess mm-hmm. what, guys? If we buy a house in
1: the, I'm ready to go. No, my mother no.
2: goes. Just call Nate and Jar. I'm like no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, mom can't yeah. do that. <laughs> but actually you were super gracious yeah. and you emailed me, Nate emailed me a couple of times being like, what do you need? Like my office is here. Any information? I remember and all this. Oh my God. And, and it was like totally fine and amicable amicable, and everything was lovely. We stayed in contact very like loosely, like just totally appropriate for the next couple of years. Um, you watched the show. Oh we my God. Yes. Yeah,
1: so I'm Not the only single filming one that now. talk show on NBC and I'm in the, <laughs> the CBS building on 57th street, New York. And I'm hanging out with, with Steve Berg, who's a friend who did my hair and makeup. And every day we would watch the Rachel Zoe project in the green room in between tapings. And I, they had to add something to the TV again, old do it. I don't know what happened, but it wasn't coming into the green room. And I was like, you have to get the Rachel Zoe project. And the reason that we would watch it was because, I was like, how does he have that much money for clothes? <laughs> <laughs> that was your like, takeaway? It was. I was like, what is that? Le-? And I had never heard of All Saints. I had never heard of any of these other like brands that oh, were like, remember like, all, all, well, all Saints? means. Remember
3: and shopping and with me at All going, Saints? we used to go Nate. into All Saints You're crush You're not on mate.
1: No, but, but I'll I was, never I,
0: forget. Rachel bought, you guys bought me a pair of boots from there the and boots, I had them yeah, for boots. years. Cause but, I was like, you know, there was like, I couldn't believe my good fortune. I got a pair of boots that day. But to
1: my untrained eye, I was watching this like unbelievably handsome, charming, sweet, kind guy talking about him every time he was on your show with Steve Berg. And clocking not only, like, who his character and what was coming through, obviously, in the show and his dynamics with both of you and The Birth of Sky and all that stuff, but also, I was like, to me, my untrained eye, that was all Rick Owens. So I was like... (laughs) I don't know. What is he? Is he the heir to like the Modesto? No, it's was called Wasteland. Like, I like. lived in Wasteland. <laughs> if it was like on eBay, I was like, I'll I, take it. I, you know,
0: I was I, like, it was I all was smoke think, and mirrors. And I
1: could never still to this day we don't wear the same thing because his clothes are like much more fashion forward. Yes. I would look like a weird like sniper. Um, like, like Russian, like, like, (laughs) like, like, like sharpshooter in like Matsuda, but he was like, he had this whole thing going on that was like so chic and, and, and just really interesting. And then we met, we had a date in New York city. He was out surfing in the Hamptons with, with friends. And he came into
2: town. Which is also Wait. pretty sexy, by the way.
3: I feel like you guys met at that crazy party. No, no, no.
0: That was, no, no, did. no. Let we them met finish. At your, we met at your birthday yes. first. The unnamed right. number. Person, which
2: was quite The unnamed quite number. Night, which unnamed was, number. Night, which yeah. was quite 30. a night. Quite a and night. night. We, we were back in New York, Rachel. Down, down. we were With that creepy downstairs place. Yeah.
0: Yes. But we were back in New York doing something. I was here. I was there working. Yeah. No, we were done. I don't know if I was there. I don't know. Where I was there? You were there.
2: You were at my birthday.
0: It that fun. I was, but years later, I went oh. back to New York. For, oh, for we Libby's, were at en- a Libby's big, engagement we and a big party. yeah, and it was, it was um, a really fun party. Though. Well, yeah, it was a great party, it was. and it was I nice. and Libby, Libby stood me up, and I was like, okay, but and I'd never gone anywhere by myself, but I was oh. like, you know what? Yes. Oh, I forgot. It was this <laughs> is so dark. Party.
2: Yes. Hit the launch of yes, his store.
0: Yes, um, it went. came so,
2: We were all there at the Four yeah, Seasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he texted, he's like, Are you going to come? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Fine. Fine. So I went. Could I, I say I, something? Hold on. Uh, okay. Felt awkward, felt uncomfortable, didn't want to be there, but I was like, I'm gonna Do it. And that's the night Nate walked up to I me at remember. the bar, and I, I was remember. like, "Hi!" And he like grabbed my ear, and I was like, "Remember thinking,
2: hmm. hot, really hot Nate, yeah, hot. grab
0: yeah. the yeah. ear, cool." And the the, the angry boyfriend
1: he was establishing around. dominance
3: right away, yes. hundred <laughs> percent, establishing yes. like now, right away.
1: Well, my little my little sister Marnie was standing there because she had interviewed Brian Die on the way to the God. party for Stylecaster, yeah. and she was she came into the party, and Jerry and I were talking. He was there alone. I was also there alone because technically I wasn't. Really invited to that Mm -hmm. party until the last minute. I forced an (laughs) invitation via Brian's mother, (laughs) which was, you know, which is also not something I'm in the habit of doing. But yeah, I had to like, I had to worm my way in. And we and I I reached out and I grabbed his ear. And my sister looked at me and looked at him and she goes, Are you guys dating? Like, what's going on? He never grabs anybody's ear. That's like something that like he used to grab our ears when we were kids. Like, what's going on? Are you guys dating? So we set up a date that night and we well,
0: he went back I, to the he we we're going to go
2: antique shopping
1: yeah and
2: as as you do
0: and yes. the date never ended. No, we we went on that date, and I never we never parted. We never separated from that
1: day on. I mean, it, oh like, my it's, god,
2: that's so Rachel. That's exactly, that's exactly what happened, what happened to us. Thirty years. Yeah, ago. That's, that's what that you do. Date
3: just turned into that evening. Turned into forever.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's how. And I think there's something so magical about that because people talk about how hard it is to be in relationships, and we've all been in, with the, with the exception of you guys who've been dating yeah. since high school. But um, people, people. Talk about how hard it is, how much effort relationships are. And they are in many ways, but they're not when the fundamentals when it's are right. there. Certain, right. things,
0: certain things aren't hard. You know, there's certain pieces that are just not hard. Like, obviously, yeah. you have to grow simultaneously while you're growing individually and your family changes. and all. But like certain things, like I like him. You know, I right. like him. I love being I around said. him. He's my best friend. Sometimes I want to kill him and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, I, I mean, I, I, I wish it for everybody because the way I felt that afternoon when I walked into that house and more important, the way I felt when I left, I just, we both, that was it. I mean, it was like, it, was like it felt
1: on. like coming home. After all, yeah. all the things that it, we had been Roger's through. Roger's like
2: bawling right <laughs> now. No, oh, I
1: love but this. But that's true. That's what it feels I like. It, it feels like coming on. No, no. I say but, this to but everyone. but you guys, the,
2: that's what Roger and I always say people, every interview I've ever done, how do you work together and how are you together for almost 30 years? How? And this is actually why we created the podcast, because it's not perfect. No. Nothing's perfect, but everyone says, what's the secret? I'm like, the part that everyone's missing in my opinion, when they say like, wh- wh- how does it work? It's it's really the fact that the misconception is that people always say to me, "Marriages work, marriages work." Yeah, okay. But really, for the last 30 years, the easiest thing about my life has been us. Yeah, Everything else is hard. Yeah. Everything else is hard. Yes, to your point, you guys, I wanna hit him with a frying pan most days at some point. (laughs) But in like five minutes, I'm fine. (laughs) This show is brought to you by our show's new sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. It oftentimes is easier to take action to care for your body. But what about your mind? Without a healthy mind, finding contentment and peace is really hard. The good news is therapy works. Whether it's depression and anxiety, postpartum depression, PTSD, or the stress of everyday life, everyone is struggling with something and there's never a reason to be ashamed. Therapy can be a tool that makes your life easier. I personally have struggled with anxiety and know firsthand how overwhelming it can feel to ask for help and how actually paralyzing it can seem to just even start therapy. But the truth is, therapy can be whatever you want it to be. It is entirely customizable. It doesn't have to be traditional one-on-one office visits that's popularized in TV and movies. You can find a version of therapy that works for you with better help. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and works for us listeners. Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com works. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com works. you know that on works for us we talk about all kinds of partnerships and relationships but the partner every company for sure needs is a hiring partner no, they need me. and i'm telling you they need that me. partner is me i'm a hiring partner for everyone what
3: i am don't i hire everyone
2: um no and you also have zero time to work on actually hiring anyone
3: oh actually i gotta go
2: you're so busy Great. Like I was saying, Indeed is the hiring partner you need. Maybe they can help me find a new co-host. Just kidding. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring quick and easy. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. You can get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description and you only pay for the candidates that meet those must-have qualifications. Next, you can schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. With tools like Indeed, Instant Match, and Indeed Skills Test, you can on average reduce hiring time by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skill tests or add your own to really customize the skill set and candidates you're looking for. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. So if you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash what works for us. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash what works for us. Indeed.com slash what works for us. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
1: I think what's interesting about that, because that obviously resonates with us, and that's how we move through the world as a couple and as a family, but also as individuals. And the truth is, is that you, when you really love somebody and you really like them and you really admire and respect them as a fundamental basis, you also have to give them the room and the freedom to change. And to, sure. and to evolve and to be a different version of themselves as different opportunities in life happen, as things change. And I think what's been so beautiful about at least our dynamic is that I am his biggest fan. I am his yeah. biggest supporter. We I am not threatened by anything. Yeah. He's not threatened by anything for me. It's always great job, that's amazing. And even now, as both of our careers have changed so much and as Jeremiah's company has shifted so much, there's moments where, you know, we're two designers in addition yep. to being two people who do TV shows together and yeah. parents and married. But, you know, there's moments where like he gets projects and I'm like, wait a minute, my firm is 25 years old. Like that's a from me project. <laughs> that person is a billionaire. Like what's happening? <laughs> um, so, you know, but even with even with what could be perceived to the outside world as two men doing the exact same thing sure. in, in the same career path, in a very recipe similar- Recipe
2: for disaster.
1: Recipe for horror and strife and conflict and insecurity and misery. It just has no room in our home. I think it's like one of the most important things. And
0: I will say having an inside track to the two of you, I think anybody that knows the two of you intimately knows that at the end of the day, nobody loves the other person more. Like I felt that from the side, I mean, you got just who you are. And I know that with everything swirling around you and I'm lucky enough to have found the same thing. But Nate was the first person that really saw me the way I wanted to be seen and it changed the way I moved through the world. I mean, yeah. I obviously, we are different chapters of our lives when we met. Um, I had a lot of, you know, I worked with you were really a
2: baby. Hard. Yeah. yeah. you were
0: yeah. so young. Can we
1: say what our mothers thought when we first started dating? Well, let me
0: finish my thought okay. before you ruin it with your weird, Story. Um, the the idea is the thing is this is
2: literally us.
0: Yeah, is, I I'm feel like, like I'm
2: talking to <laughs> us right now.
0: I like get emotional, and he's like, "Let me ease this up with a joke."
2: Um, no, Jerry, I'm you, and yeah. apparently Roger and Nate are the same human beings. <laughs> shit
0: stirrers over here. Yes. Um, but you know, he um, listen. He had great love. He lost great love. There yep. was a lot of things that we navigated and had to figure out. And he gave me the space. And I obviously am not. Like a, s I'm a tough cookie and I wanted things a certain way I needed to create my own identity separate from him. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the space to do that. And you know, the that part's never been difficult for us, lucky enough. But
1: you know, well, I didn't give it to you. I I just stood away to let you well, yeah. do what you wanted to do. I mean, yeah. No one can. Right. Well, to you.
2: Yeah. But I think True. you guys that that's a point that I think is a huge learning thing because I think in relationships, first of all, everything you're saying is just it's first of all, it's incredible. Second of all, it's admirable. Third of all, I think again, it goes back to, I don't want to bring it to us, but it's, it's very rare that we see people that, that, that are that always want to be together. And people are like, Rachel, you don't go anywhere without Roger. Like, you know, someone would fly me to Paris and we get and they go and (laughs) they and I'd say, Well, I don't want to go without him. Like, why am I going to Paris without him? Why is that fun? That's not fun to me. Like what am I going to do? Go dance on tables and like what like to me, like I'd want to be in that place with him, right? And and to your point. We like each other. We actually want to be together and go to things together yeah. and be together. And I think to me, a, a, a big uh, thing that we see a lot out here in LA is couples that are married or together and they are never together. And, right. you know, and I think that that's, listen, I think what works for some people doesn't work for others, but I think we are very sure, similar yeah. in, in that way to you. And I think... Um, for you guys, I think the fact that you do do the same thing um, is takes it even a step further. Be- and I and I will say this: I think your styles are completely opposite. I don't want to say opposite, but they just are. so different, no, just so different. so different.
1: They're so different. So I when think they come that's together, helpful. It makes sense. Yes. But when, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what he reaches for and what I even look like at what you're I'm wearing. Usually not the same Like,
2: like Jared can yeah. get yeah. out on a dance floor right I now. <laughs> Technically
0: that's why I'm wearing his clothes. That's not really.
3: okay. All right. Well, it's this fine. is all this is all lovely. But
2: oh, do you want to stay on track? Yeah, I just want oh, to move okay. along. I okay. mean, Let's yes, I
3: get it. You're in love. Um, we get that. <laughs> I think the only okay, thing I, the only thing I have to add to that whole love <laughs> thing know. is, and for anyone who's listening, is you know, it's layers. I think what you guys have and what we have is you understand that you could fight, you understand that you could do whatever, but you're never ever going to be cross that line where it's ever going to, you're never going to do anything that's hurtful, hurtful and defensible. That's like going to ruin this thing. So if you think about it that way, you're rooting for each other. Yeah. But if you know that you're never really going to go there because you yourself won't go there and she herself won't go there, then at the end of the day, what you're really fighting about or what you're arguing about, you know, is is mostly surface. So that's why I think also there's that trust and, you know, you just move on. Anyway, it's Moving right along. So, I want to ask because it sounds very romantic, but <laughs> how did you get engaged? Who asked who? And again, not not that I want to pry, but as you know, yes, you same do. sex partners, like who's supposed to ask who? I don't think there's a supposed. Well, yeah. I just want to know. Well, how does it happen?
0: I mean, listen, neither one of us knew what the hell to do. Um, and I definitely. And there's you know, no rule book. There's no no rule book. We figured that out when we were throwing our wedding. It was really bizarre. (laughs) Um, But Nate asked me, we were on a buying trip for One King's Lane. um, And he was like, do you want to come along? And I was like, sure. So we went to Peru. We're going all over. And it was such like an amazing trip. And there were so many beautiful moments. And then towards, I think it was two days left in the trip, we went to Machu Picchu. And we were standing in what used to be the ceremonial space at Machu Picchu where they married everybody, and of course Nate had it cleared out, and um, he proposed to me there in the
1: ruin of the ancient chapel. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh that, my god, I have chills. Nate. I
3: have chills
0: yeah, now. It was,
1: and we had a guide who's a friend of ours called Marcela uh-huh. who's Colombian, who knows her way around South America, and so she was able to like say, "No, I really need to know which of these ruins without a roof." as the one where the most important ceremonies like weddings and things like that used to happen in Incan society. Wow. And so they showed me where it was and I kicked out all of like the people with cameras and I was like, <laughs> like I was in hiking boots and backpack. As, as was, you like, do Nate,
2: as you do. Move it along,
1: move the show's gone. over folks. Yeah, but
0: it was, um, it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we had a funny exercise before he proposed because I, um, we were talking about rings. And I he was like, you know, just like, what would you even want to wear if you had a ring? And I not do good. not have the no. most casual jewelry taste, and I blame you, Rachel. Because yeah, I'm sorry, uh, that's my bad. Yeah, it's like I'm like diamonds you know, at a young age.
2: Casual. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's like, and he's always like, you look like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, what about like a couple rows of black diamonds? And he was like, I'll take over from here. And I was
1: like, like okay. Hideous. Nate, I was black like, what diamonds, was like a thin gold band. And no, never. Yeah. We went to every like jeweler. And we went to look at everything and I'd be like, oh, that's so interesting does it come any thinner. And they would be like that plain band, like, does it come, can it disappear? Yeah. And they were like, um, no, sir, we only have it like, this is the thinnest of all the three thicknesses in every jewelry store. And Jerry was like, I'd turn around and he'd have like a five row black diamond, <laughs> carbon That's my boy. Coated. I was like,
2: what is boy. It goes
1: back to the ninja. Exactly.
3: It goes back to it, the it, ninja.
1: I'm like, that's not even a ring. That's like a car tire for like, for <laughs> yes. like What's I, happening? No, it was it was pretty funny, yeah. and I think you know when obviously like we we it was actually extremely emotional. We both kind of we both were sobbing. We we're in the, this beautiful place. cried. Um, it was perfect. <laughs> I even and cried. We were
0: sobbing for yeah. like a two hours. I mean, it was it was perfect, and I mean for anybody. I guess it's for anybody, but especially for me. Um, you know, a young gay kid who obviously never thought he's going to get married or even have a love story like I was experiencing at the time, it was just, it was still a experiencing, lot. still experiencing. I mean, we look at it every day through the kids, but it's like, you know, the, I never thought that I was going to get married. I thought sure. I had, I thought I had reconciled that chapter of possibility. Um, and everything, you know, was cracked open with, you know, our love story.
2: I think people say they're not until they find that person and yeah. it's not, it's not for everybody, you know, it's not for no. everybody, but I, there is no rule book, certainly yeah. with love and relationships, but I think, um, I think when you know, you know, and clearly I always wanted
1: it though. There's a whiff of codependency in there somewhere.
2: <laughs> I know nothing about it. <laughs> yes. um, and let's, so, so nothing, <laughs> nothing,
3: beautiful <laughs> nothing. engagement blown away. Jeremiah probably cried for weeks. weeks. Um, and then you had a wedding. What was a wedding like? Was it like a carnation?
1: So what a coronation. A coronation.
0: (laughs) I wore a ball gown. Yeah, I I can imagine it.
2: Did anyone wear tails? No.
1: No. Um it it was so how do you describe? So it was the year after gay marriage became legal. Right. And so we knew that we were doing something that was obviously right for us, but we were also very conscious of the fact that this was something that was very hard won for people right. like us and yep. a lot of people we were on, we knew that we were sort of standing on the shoulders of a lot of people who came before to make that possible. Sure. And then our initial idea for the wedding was to do it in this like abandoned sugar factory in Brooklyn. And we would have like these like sort of boats going across the East river um, that we would just tell people where to arrive. And then there'd be like a flotilla of boats, which was our thought. And then we went to visit the sugar factory and the wedding planner stepped in like this black puddle and like her leg disappeared into her (laughs) knee. And I was like trying to picture my mother, like standing in that. Yeah. going, You know, I'm not sure that this system is going to work. And I had had my sights
0: on, I was like, let's go look at the New York public library. And he was like, nobody gets married there. He's like, that's for
1: rich people. That's not us. That's a bad idea. (laughs) And um, I was like, let's just go look.
0: Yeah. And I was like, let's just go look. And we actually went and, of course, fell in love the second we were there. And I was like, and we both looked at each other. And we were like, this is it. And um, luckily, the the library was so amazing. They had never had a gay wedding. At the, the New York Public Library, we were the first. Really, they yeah. were so beautiful about the whole thing, and the stars. It's the most
1: just magical spot. Oh my I god! Mean, oh my god! Like my full we, Carrie Bradshaw. We knew we were going to have children <laughs> because we had already we were already kind of getting the wheels in motion to have our daughter via surrogacy, and I think the idea what appealed as well, as, aside from this like magnificent space, but that the fact that our kids would always have a place that would always be protected to be able to come and visit as mm-hmm. they became adults and as totally. they moved on with their lives so there was something kind of poetic and beautiful about being married somewhere that would always be yeah. there
3: yeah also i think that the i not the it's not ironic but also uh not to be lost in the fact that you got married in a institution of education um and being the first you know gay couple to be married there, I think is sort of like, that's well, incredible. listen, when you're educated, this is the things that you could do as a society versus being uneducated. So yes. I think that that's a great symbolism, a really I guess, is point. what I would like it to is say. True.
1: I didn't yeah, think of it, it that true. way, but you're absolutely right. That's it really
2: was, incredible, you guys. I didn't yeah. even, all of it, and it's true, because we got married at the Rainbow Room, which is still there, thankfully. Yeah, yeah that's a, another,
3: we also wanted to get uh, married in an iconic, iconic New York yeah. Uh, yeah. institution for that very reason. We thought, hey, maybe our kids will come back here one day and see where we married, or maybe we'll go on a date back here one day. And we right. did,
2: my parents, fit a surprise 50th wedding anniversary party Yeah, we did a yeah, party after. So it's yeah. nice to
3: go back and sort of be like, hey, this is a special place. So so I agree with you.
2: Okay, so, so I know the answer to this question um, with Jer. Um, but, okay, so you guys are parents to two of the most magical children. Poppy, I have been threatening to take, <laughs> I shouldn't say that on air, since... Honestly, the second she came into that music class with those (laughs) smushy arms and legs, she didn't even have an ankle. And like, oh God. And um, and Oscar. And I will say, I texted this to Jer the other night. It is surreal that literally poppy is Jer with girl parts <laughs> and Oscar literally looks like a baby Nate. It's the yes. craziest thing. They are so darn cute. Okay. So my question is, I, I do know the answer for Jer. The minute he held sky, I knew he was having seven kids, but, mm-hmm. um, I guess, did you guys always know the kids were in your future on some, I mean, Jerry, you didn't know that you were going to get married. So, I mean, did you rule out children? Was that like, not a thought or?
0: I never thought I was going to have kids. Um, which was crazy because I loved children. I mean, right. you know, the sky was born. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, this yeah. is crazy. And you started. And, um, yeah. Shocker. <laughs> um, but I never thought I was going to have kids. And then I found somebody and we both started talking and he was like, yeah, I've always wanted children. And and at the time, you know, surrogacy was not something It was I mean, it's not it wasn't that trendy at the time. It just kind of started people kind of understanding what it was. So there wasn't a lot of information out there. Um, but I never thought it was possible. He always knew he was going to have kids.
1: Always, I just didn't want to do it alone. I felt yeah, like raising a child that. with, in you know, with a gay parent might be challenging enough. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't feel like it was fair to the kid to work full time and just do it alone. And so sure. I thought I was okay with not having kids if that was sort of the way life panned out for me. Okay, but it was always a goal, always a dream. I mean, I. I'd rather be around our kids than anyone Anybody. on earth. Of course. Anyone on earth except for him. But like I, the joy that I get from being it's a next father level. is yeah. unparalleled. It's, it's next it's level. It's just, it's you always you in the kids. world.
2: I did always want kids. I couldn't figure out how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like in my mind, if you ask any of my friends that have known me forever, I was always like mama Zoe long before I had children. And I was the, the person without children at all the kids parties sitting with all the children Yeah, and all the parents would go off and like drink and have fun. And I'm like, I got this, you know? And the answer is I did and we did, but life was going so yeah. fast yeah. that we couldn't figure out how on earth is this going to be? I remember when I
1: found out that you were pregnant, you both, because right. we yes. have a sensitivity yes, to that. But, and I remember thinking, I remember the most fascinating thing to me about your pregnancy with Sky was how you slowly started to shut shit down. Yeah. And I was, cause at first it was a thousand miles an hour, like you yes. always are, like you both yes. always are. Yes. And then it was 999 miles an hour for like three yep. weeks. And then sort of by the end, it was like you kind of listened to everybody and yourself and you both were like sort of home. And it was yeah. it earth shattering to me that somebody who chewed through life as rapidly was like, no, I'm actually just in a bathtub right now. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> It's okay, like That's what, and you then were
3: It set- slowed down so much that she literally, after Sky was born, she was literally in a coma. I'm like, sweetheart. <laughs> He's like, got, your name
2: is on the door. Gotta, Get out. Exactly. Up.
3: You got to make some money here, baby. I remember like, this, that entirely this deep sleep sleep is, in anything. Uh, no, yeah,
1: nothing. No way. No, 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 it's true. no interest house, right? in anything. Yeah.
2: I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but showering at night has honestly changed my life. The mornings are so hectic that when I shower then, I feel so rushed and like I'm already late for my day and always there's a child outside my bathroom door banging.
3: I feel like you're actually hiding in your
2: bathroom at night. I'm not hiding. It's just my only actual like me time.
3: I'm pretty sure you're hiding.
2: Not hiding. As I was saying, at night, I can really take my time and relax. I like to exfoliate, put on a hair mask, shave my legs in peace and quiet. I recently tried the Athena Club razor and was so totally obsessed with how smooth my legs were. So many razors in the past have left my skin like red and irritated, and that's just honestly not the case here. Athena Club's razor has thousands of five-star reviews and is designed with built-in skin guards and an innovative handle to help prevent razor burn. My biggest peeve. Plus, the razor blade is surrounded by a water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is exactly what you need to keep your skin healthy and hydrated. The best part is the razor kit is only $9 and comes with an extra blade head and a magnetic hook for easy shower storage and your choice of handle color. Choose from colors like rose, coral, or onyx because why settle for a boring or ugly razor if you don't have to? Razors can actually be chic. Athena Club, also has the most incredible shave foam that's back in stock. Together, the Athena Club razor and shave foam will leave your skin soft, hydrated, and smooth. And let me tell you, shower at night. You'll thank me later. So show your skin you care with the Athena Club razor kit. Sign up today and you'll get 20% off your first order. Just go to athenaclub.com and use promo code ZO. That's A-T-H-E-N-A C L U B dot com with promo code Zoe for 20% off. It's true. So and peaceful it, with when you I were pregnant so with Sky. I remember that
0: about you, like the way you, I don't know, it was, a, it was a, I, you know, it was just that was when I was around yep. the whole chapter. Yep. And you just, like, you were, you loved it. You know, I loved mean, it. it was cool. Yeah, Rachel it was really, loves being pregnant. I
2: love being yeah. pregnant. I wish I was right now.
0: You were great. <laughs> Did I just say <laughs> that?
2: Too. I'm actually like, I hate to use the word jealous because jealous is actually a mean word, but I'm envious. I'm so envious of my, my friends. And I have maybe 20 friends that are pregnant or just had babies. And Roger looks at me like, you, you, you wish it was you. I'm like, I, I, I do. I, I, I literally wish I had a fresh new baby in my hand right now. Oh, I do. I'm so, I, I wish I had best. four. I wish I had five. I wish I had well, six. We You know, we've had to
1: really talk about, you know, with your connection to Poppy from the day that she was born. I mean, we've had to actually really put a strategy around this now that Poppy's getting older <laughs> and like picks people that she likes and connects to people because our fear, and I'm just going to say this right now on your podcast is that Poppy around you at two and three was sort of into you and thought that you were fun and interesting. But at five and six, you're like an LOL doll that came to life, but just a rich one. So, like, it would be like so she'd be so like she would literally not look behind and just walk off. She'd be a sunset next to you, a barnacle, a barnacle. Like Rachel wants that so bad. Can
2: I tell you something, you guys? This is so ironic. We actually nicknamed Caius Barnacle on Sunday because <laughs> he literally is on me. Like a Barnacle, yeah. 24 oh. hours a day, wake up with him oh. on me. I, I go to sleep that. with him on he's me. He's so cute. He's literally, the fact that he's not on me is only because we've like locked we his door right over, over there. We that. just told him,
3: he but, already tried yeah. to come but in once. But the he's, truth is, you
2: guys, know. it's interesting you say that because you guys have incredible women in your life. You're surrounded by incredible women. We do. I think with you guys, your kids are so extraordinary. And I think anytime you want to- Oscar, Poppy, anytime you want to you know, and, take and- a vacation, <laughs> <Done>. just <laughs> deposit. <laughs> I will happily lose ourselves in my closets and wherever. But I also oh want to say, to Jer's point, um, going back to talent, I do want to say that we just moved into a new home. And everything, almost everything, that Jer furnished our home 10 years ago with, we still have. And I texted him a video of Caius jumping on these incredible Mario Bellini chairs that he got for our living room that are now at the foot of no, our that's bed. So funny,
0: right? Still standing up the test of time, those pieces. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you say that about, you know, having strong women in our lives, because it's something that I definitely overthink, especially raising a woman, you know, mm-hmm. how to raise somebody that's autonomous and strong and kind sure. and empathetic, but also aware and understands, you yep. know, because I'm not a woman, I'm close. Um, but, you know, it's been really important to us to have these really beautiful, strong sure. women around us to kind of help um, And we've been lucky, you know. We have a really great tribe of people around us. But, you do, both and of she's you. A tough cookie, you know. She's ba- she is exactly. I'm not, worried about, know, not worried about her. I am not worried about her.
3: So, we're talking fine. about we're talking about Poppy, which is a very very interesting name. Yeah. Um,
1: Opium? No. How do you yeah. get the yes. name exactly. Poppy? Just one connection. Are you guys I, um, in opium, haze? We paid for surrogacy yeah. with drug money. Yeah. I'm Am a drug I missing dealer.
2: something? <laughs>
3: opium. Um, did
2: that go you, over my head? That's uh, how you make Like it. many oh, no, things opium. in
3: life, Rachel, <laughs> okay. that did go over your head. Rachel, um,
1: you remember your dark drug days, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, no, maybe that's the problem. Why is poppy opium? I know. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> because <fearless laughs> you make opium
3: from the poppy, poppy plant. Flour. Oh, see? Didn't know <laughs> that. No.
2: Listen, guys, learn something new every day. Thank God I have Roger.
1: Uh, yeah. as, a, as, a, as pharmacology <laughs> yeah. expert. Oh God,
0: um, she's not kidding. I um, with Poppy, we were we were going to- I love that sur- name. But oh, before we even started surrogacy, actually, we were on vacation and I woke up and I had a dream that we were on a beach with this little blonde girl mm-hmm. and she was running around and we kept yelling her name and it was Poppy. And I said to Nate, I had this dream morning. about this girl named Poppy. And then we watched our, you know, Poppy be conceived essentially because of surrogacy. And when we found out she was a girl, we both looked at each other and we said, it's Poppy. And then oh we, I God. want to add
1: something to this story. Amazing. So uh, Jer is like a little witchy, like you, Rach. There's mm-hmm. something like a little bit like, you know, we good Before friends all say the same thing. Sure, yeah. sure. And so fast forward three years after Poppy is born and we're oh. in Mexico in Correas, which there's one beach in Correas. And we're sitting on the beach with a group of grown-ups and Poppy, is thrilled because there's a smoothie shack at three years old she wants to go order her own smoothie every day so we're like great go do it so you know of course i'm watching like a lunatic of where's the water line and how far like a course, basket case course. but every Christ. day she goes and orders her own smoothie and she was running and kind of skipping over to the smoothie thing and jared turns to me and he goes that was the dream and i knew yeah. instantly what he was talking about
3: Oh, my God. I have such chills. My whole arm oh, just my went up oh, my God.
2: Oh, my God. Instantly, craziest.
1: I knew that, that so the same, that's exact. Yeah. All the details are the same. Hair in a ponytail, little bathing suit. Happy, happy skipping and just joy. And that was the, that's so who she is. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's wow. So that's that.
3: Oscar has a lot to live up to. Yeah. So, you know, in in 1600s, we might have burned you at the stake, Nate.
1: <laughs> Je- you
3: mean Je- Jeremiah? I you know, say absolutely. that to me. I say that to Rachel. Whenever Salem. she's giving me crap, I turn to her and go, you know, in 1642, I could have had a good I'm like, I saw that. Steak. I saw Salem. that already. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh.
3: 100%. I would have <laughs> no. sent her into Salem so quick, it would have made her hurt. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, so, let's talk about Oscar. Um, how oh, do, He's so cute. I, I mean, he's obviously he's so cute. a delicious little dumpling boy. Um, And his name is also very special. Also a dream?
1: No, No, not a dream. It was a dream. It was a
0: dream dream because I had a dream that we were going to name him after Fernando. And it was, like, it's a, it was a tough subject, to not really yeah. tough, but it's always, an, it's hard.
1: So Fernando was my former boyfriend who died in the Indian Ocean tsunami in 2014, who has always been very present in our relationship, but in a way that we like to believe is really healthy. We took everything good that comes from having a major love story and figured out how to navigate that in our relationship. And it was the first person really that I've been with since Fernando died that wasn't threatened by the fact that I had loved that much and that deeply and that openly. Instead, Jeremiah took that into our marriage and said, if you had the capacity to love in that manner, then I welcome him and all of those memories into our home so that we can also, we can grow from that. We can add that to what we I think it's so
3: admirable, It is so
2: admirable.
1: And I, I, you know, I have a similar,
3: no, I have a similar, you know, a similar, uh, attitude about uh, relationships and Rachel especially is, you know, if you feel threatened by a, a, a former relationship or even a current relationship, well, then it, it's just not healthy. You know, the idea is that the idea is like if you think you know, and it's very unrealistic if you think that you're going to be meet someone that's you know there's no there's no really white right way. If you, what do you expect to meet someone out of high school and then fall in love and they've never been with anyone else? Well, that's not going to work. No. So, Sometimes, but rarely. Well, it's very rare. So I think in in a way, I think that that's so smart to say. You know what? It's almost like I want that too yeah i love that i love
2: how much you loved him and uh exactly
3: right yeah so i i I think that's amazing uh jeremiah so go on so So you had a dream dream about so i had a dream
0: i had a dream that we were going to name it after him our son after fernando um but then when i and i was like okay i'll figure it out to talk to him about it we had a conversation i was like do you want to name i want to be you know respectful about this but it like popped into my head and i want to and he's like He's like, no, 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 it's not that. Um, I don't want to name him that. I was like, he's like, it'd be weird. And and I was I'm like, too oh. much
1: weight for someone to carry. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure, name actually yes, Fernando. Yes, right right? Yes. That didn't that didn't sit right. And then sure. I was
0: saying I was thinking to myself, I was like, why did this pop in my yeah. head then? Like and I was like, Well, did he have a middle name? And or what was his middle name and his name, middle name was Oscar? And I
1: said to Nate, I was like, That's it. That's Amazing. the name.
2: Amazing. I didn't so, know that. Yeah.
1: So Aki, we call him Aki, but Oscar, um, you know, it was that. it was his, his name is Oscar Michael. So my father had passed away from a brain tumor and yep. um, and recently his name was Michael. Yeah. And so right before Oscar was born. Yeah. So he his name is important. His name is Oscar, which is you know, Fernando's middle name, Oscar Michael, which was my father's name. In the jewish tradition we name yep. you know our yep. kids after someone that was important to us so he he came into this world holding a lot of not responsibility because we haven't he no beauty yeah he's the
0: kindest most charismatic person i've ever met he's nothing but joy i mean he is and he's great because he softens up poppy who right. is Sat. also goofy, um, mm. but she is goofier now that he's around because he's all goofy. Um, you know, she's a lot more serious
1: um, than he she's is. She's a woman. He's, he's wildly yeah. curious. Yeah. He wants to know how to spell things. He wants to know how things are made. When he's, he's eating he's something, he asks, "What's in it? Um, how do you?" That make means it? He's, he's really smart. You guys, just yeah, yeah, very very, intellectual curiosity. Curiosity. Very He's yeah, super quite. curious and he's, um, he's really smart right? and he's very, very snuggly. I mean, I he's a barnacle. I would buy my daughter, I would offer to buy our daughter a pony to come sit in my lap for five minutes, and she'd be like, that's okay. Somebody will find me a pony someday. <laughs> and he is like <laughs> She's not a cuddle She'll snuggle me. And he I mean, like, fun, he's like, uh, he's a yeah. clip-on monkey. Like he is just like wow. I love. All that's day. like highest. It's the best. Oh, it's good. the best.
0: Honestly, good. I wish I could pause them. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. I, I'm I, trying.
2: I still it's got two in my bed. Jer, I got two in my bed, Jarrah. I got. I got. they They're almost 10, 7, and ten. And I woke up with both of them in my bed. You won't let
1: them sleep with us. You
2: have to. It's
1: no. gonna go. No, he's right. I beg. No. I'm, right. No. I beg.
3: I'm. Listen, I'm the well, Can one. we talk about that, Jarrah? So, I'm with you, Jeremiah. Like honestly, yeah. I, I want my kids just, to be like kids in the I, room. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I know what my you guys want. Hot, beautiful wife. <laughs> uh-huh, you know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, what, do you, what do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. I would do Is that anything. why Jeremiah? You're looking at just you want your it, own, Nate? Right? You oh You yeah. having your own? You just want your own space with Nate? Is that the deal? No, no. So <laughs> Nate's so
0: great in so many ways. He's
3: just really great. He's <laughs> such a great dad.
0: He's amazing. <laughs> But not. Nate from 7, 8 p.m. on or when he goes to bed, I'm nighttime dad. I always have been. I don't need to sleep. I don't need it. I don't doesn't bother me. This is true. I need like three, maybe four hours of sleep. Like me. And I'm off and I'm moving. I'm ready to go. So what Nate doesn't understand is that <laughs> they will not sleep because I know our children. They're not like your kids who just will pass out. Our kids will be up. They'll be moving. They'll be flopping. I'm the one that'll be up. And so, and I like a boundary. I'm like very strict about certain things. And those kids. I can't kids, see it,
2: Jer. Can't see I know. It. I can't am. see it. So I true. thought those kids would oh, be no. sleeping on top of you until they're no. 15.
1: No. I'm in shock right night, now. One night, one I, night I was home with both children while he was filming a Netflix show. And, and you kept
2: him in your bed, I, right?
1: No, no, yeah. are you kidding? He has cameras everywhere. I never risk <laughs> that it would be a nightmare. I called you. <laughs> Do you remember? He, he called me because, wait, both kids were sick. And I kept going upstairs with, like, buckets and towels. You have so no idea. so mean. Not even when so, they're sick, so they can't fi- sleep in the bed? No. So finally, one, finally, at 2 in the morning, the fourth time I went into Poppy's bedroom, I picked her up. I brought the bucket. I brought the towels. And I put her in bed next to me. And I woke up, and I forgot to turn Oscar's monitor back on. So we, like, slept through the night, me and Poppy. That was the only night we've ever slept in the same bed.
2: You know, no. I have 50-50. Yep. My, my friends are split down the middle. Some are like never in the bed and some are still in the bed and they're 12. Well, there's
1: nothing in the middle because once they're in your bed, no, they're in your bed. That's, yeah. that's exactly. So I tried child. to
3: enforce it it's, for the first time. Roger like, tried. No, it's like I being tried. in a swimming like, pool. I would bring them back and then they'd be in. i bring them back and then Rachel yeah. was just, and no, then, no, no. then what I would do is, but then Rachel really Roger found me the in whole, their crib. Rachel sort of screwed up the whole thing because she was going to the goddamn crib. I was in the cribs. I was. She actually fit in the crib, if you could
2: believe I did. that. I slept he, in the
3: cribs too.
0: He found me in before. the
2: cribs. I, I just That's was amazing. like, all right, I'm going in. I'm going in. And then what happened is when
3: I was uh, ever like out to dinner or whatever, she'd be like, oh, daddy's not home. Just Sleepover. go to sleep in my bed. Sleepover. I would come home to the three of them in bed.
2: Okay, you guys, I have a question. All right, so just... Okay, so what advice what advice would you I mean we kind of just got really good advice that I'm not taking, but um <laughs> that I'm not taking. What would you share uh for couples entering parenthood? Um and like I guess what's your biggest piece of advice? I know mine. Can I go? I'll go first. Okay. Oh, you want to go first?
1: Yeah. So I would say this is something that we figured out as a couple. We're not experts in anything, so here it is. Um, you have to, as parents, you have to be able to accept your partner. No, that's mine.
0: I knew you were going to take
1: it. (laughs) Let me just have it. Uh. You have to be, you have to accept your partner for what they aren't. And that means that like he just said, he's nighttime daddy and I have less than eight hours of sleep. I'm not even boarding a plane for Asia, but he, (laughs) he like, you know, there's things that I excel as a parent, and there's things that he, many things that he excels at as a parent, and we can't. We decided early on stop that trying to like, change each other.
3: Yeah. Oh my God, Rachel, that's work. such great advice for not you to work. take about yes. me. I'm listening to that. However.
2: <laughs> Only, your yeah. only strengths You're are so carrying pushing. things and driving them places. <laughs> well, then maybe that
3: should be my role as the dad. Accept I would, it. And, I, and,
2: I, and I, ta- I also play in A fancy pack mule. Yeah. He, he's yeah. really good at schlepping and driving, and those are his yeah. real, real true strengths. All right, so
3: Jeremiah, any, any other spin to add to that?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I think we... I mean, that's not advice. But I don't know. I feel weird giving no advice. We are not is. professionals
3: either. Yeah, we, we're, we're
0: not professionals.
2: We're, we're, this I mean, is what nobody, works for us, nobody, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. Let, it let me rephrase it, Jeff. What us. works for you?
0: I think it yeah. works for us as we know what we know and we know what we don't. Um, and we've never pretended to be like these like autonomous, like uh, 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 like these massive leaders of life. And like we, uh, we lead the, our children with vulnerability. We fail in front of them. We have conversations with them. They are. We've always considered them to be an equal member of our house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've Same. always said to the kids that my only job and my only wish is to keep make sure that you understand what it means to be kind and that you care. That's mm-hmm. it. The rest, you're free from to do whatever you want. You don't need to be a banker for me. You don't need to yep. be an attorney. You can be whatever you want. So I think that's the way we've navigated so far. Um, and we always make sure they know that they're loved. I mean, yeah, uh, throughout yeah, the day. to give them the love. I don't yeah. know. I said to Nate the other day, like, what would it even feel like to have grown up with somebody looking at you every five minutes and saying "I love you, I love you," like like our like kids get, like they get it all the time. That's how and I grew so, up. I did. That's, that's how, how
2: I grew right? up. That's but amazing. you see, my parents, you, my, they still yeah, that. Yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah.
3: That's how I grew up. My do. mother gave me a million kisses a day. Ugh, that's but so the legit. truth
2: is, Jar. But to your point, I think that's a really important thing for people to hear. And I think that when you become a parent. You either follow your parents or you don't follow your parents or yeah. you take the good things or the, th- and try not to do the things that drove you mental, you know? And there are things that drive me crazy about my parents that I've of worked course, hard totally. not to do. Nobody's perfect, but I do think that you always win if you surround them with a ton of love. I always say the one thing with parenting that I've tried to teach him that I think, I don't want to say it's easy. I think it's hard, but I think the, the most important thing is patience. You have yeah. to have patience yeah. because, because parenting is an exercise in patience. Really totally. a lot of it. You think about this. it, how many deep breaths you take, you know, and yeah. as they get yeah. older, you take more, you know, yeah, you, sure. it's a different kind of deep breath when right. they're little. It's for safety. Don't fall. Right. Don't, right. Fall, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and, and as they get older, you know, you try and keep them on track.
1: I think too, I, the, the main thing that's important for us as parents that our children know is that they're always welcome here.
2: Yes. No matter who
1: they are, no matter who they evolve to be, yep. where they they're, they're as much as we can within our own control which is also sometimes challenging, um we don't have expectations around them except that they're kind to other people and they're Same. kind to themselves and kind to each other. that's the biggest yeah. thing for me. And that's that's really it. Like, you know, they can as be said, Those you kids know, are going to be just fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, they they have they have a. They have absolute. Um, they have absolute an environment of absolute unconditional love. Period. The end. They, you know, they will always have a home with us if they choose. They will always feel welcome no matter what decisions that they make. And we're not if they choose, they're going to live with us forever. No, that's what I'm hoping for. And by the way,
2: bonus, they'll never live in a more beautiful house than the ones you create. (laughs) So that's an even bigger bonus, just saying.
3: So this sounds like a wonderful love story. Um, (laughs) Is it possible that I could ask, like, what's the biggest fight you had?
2: If you want to share that.
3: I want I think the to biggest, but no, I mean, share. I am We're open book. It yeah. Mexico.
1: That was still the biggest fight we've ever had. I mean, yeah. we the, got married. The biggest fight before And I we... want to see
3: if this fight, bringing up this fight, actually makes you guys fight. Oh, stop. Sorry, go yeah. on. No. no, it doesn't. No. It no totally doesn't. Next. We'll Don't see. Listen to we'll, no, see. We, we'll see. We had the, the biggest fight we ever
0: had is when we met a year afterwards. You know, we were we were battling a lot internally. We were battling a lot. There it wasn't it's, internal. started. We were battling a <laughs> lot because, <laughs> you know, we were at two very different places of our lives.
1: Why do you think we were in different places? I feel like we were in the same place. <laughs> You're really going to carry this one all the way through,
0: huh? Um, so I'm very independent and I'm very proud. And so is Nate. And at that moment, I, first of all, I'm not from a great love story. Um, and so I didn't, I definitely didn't trust love at all. Um, and I kind of was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then there was, a, there was a lot of like complexities with the new relationship and we were both trying to assert ourselves. You as were like guarded. Exactly. You had your guard up. And, um, you know, we were both asserting ourselves in different ways and we were on this, trip and i finally was like you know i was like i don't need this i'm independent you're not gonna take to me this way i'll get up i'm gonna get a plane ride out of here meanwhile i was like oh, i don't know how but i'll figure it out i always do and i was like i don't need this and it was like great neither do i and we had this huge knockdown fight with like friends watching dallas and like on their phone in the back and the back of the back car of our rental car and um it kind of dallas the show yeah. 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 <laughs> One was French, so he was fast. They were gay. Yeah. yeah. Love. yeah. But they were, uh, yeah. um So I just, we I haven't over. heard
2: anyone mention Dallas in 20 years.
3: The remake of Dallas.
2: Right? No, no, oh, it was, the, was no, the, the original. original. the original. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Wow, amazing. amazing.
0: So we pulled over, we had this knockdown drag out fight and finally Nate was like, why won't you believe me? Why don't you trust me? I love you, this is it. People don't get this kind of love story. I know I've had
1: it and I've lost it. Um, And I said, just, uh, you have to believe me that I'm the one. And if you can't, I'm willing to let you go.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was totally, I wasn't bluffing. It wasn't like a negotiation tactic. I was ready to let it go because I knew that I couldn't force him to trust me. Yeah. And so it was just this like moment that- That's what I said
3: to Rachel about having kids. I'm like, listen, I know (laughs) that you need this. And we need this. I and think, if you and if you can't figure that out, I can't help you figure that out. But I'm going to be out of here. And I'm sure there's like a 22-year-old hottie that will, <laughs> you know, be fine to do it with me. And then she like woke up. So I'm you're like, like lost actually, in their
2: and, beautiful moment. And, the and next then next thing you know, have to she's crush like, it?
3: let's have a baby. So, you know.
1: You, s- Roger, I thought you so- I thought you. told Rachel, I actually know this because I have many other kids. <laughs> and I just want some with you. Yeah,
3: totally.
2: Except yes, that so I, I was like his second girlfriend, Nate. And he was like my 14th boyfriend. It the, the week, baby. He was like my 14th boyfriend. Oh, my God. Oh, my Number God. All right, you guys. Can we play so, our quiz? Yes, I think yes, it's, it's time Okay, for so quiz. listen. So listen. Um, all right, you guys. So this is a thing where we, we ask you guys questions about each other. Little okay. like newly wedsy. You know, I'm like going, to see how well you know deep each this other. One. I'm just
1: letting you I didn't know. read these I'm, I'm restless. So I'm, I'm just letting you know I'm coming for you. There's no
2: prep. These are surprise these questions. Are surprise questions. I I'm ready
1: to go.
3: I'm gonna start off. Oh god. I think we should do, cause this will be fun maybe. Who would be your celebrity crush like free pass? You have to name each others.
2: Yeah. So uh, Jared. who, is, who Nate? is
3: Nate's like Free like, Pass. Free pass. Like, ooh, well if you got him, like I guess I could <laughs> be okay with it. <laughs> Oh God! Who's your cry? Who's your free pass?
1: This is fascinating. Who's
0: your like? Babe, it's obviously Brad Goreski.
1: <laughs> oh oh God. my
3: God!
0: <laughs> you are such a mess. What is wrong with you? I oh God! My... All right, can I do chairs?.
1: Am... I was oh, gonna my... say, dead Can I do? Can dead. I do chairs? Yeah, sure.
0: Wait, I think yours is like like Mark Ruffalo. I would totally
1: sleep with Mark Ruffalo. I think.
3: Yeah, because you look like Mark Ruffalo. You no. freaking narcissist. He
2: look yeah. yeah, he does. Actually, no, it's Paul. You Rudd. think he looks like Mark Ruffalo? That's the man.
3: Especially with his hair, a
1: little puffy. Paul today. Rudd. Are
2: you confusing Paul Rudd and Mark? Oh Ruffalo? yes, you look That's like Paul Rudd.
1: Yes. Paul Rudd. Yes,
3: Paul Rudd. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, so but we Rudd. sat
1: next to it at a restaurant before the pandemic, and his wife like came over, and we were talking and whatever. I'm telling you, it from um, like from. 30 meters Zip away, it. I was like a vampire. I was like, what's happening? I can't believe okay. that's your pick. <laughs> and Jerza Hemsworth. Jerza oh, Hemsworth. Of
0: yeah. I'm Hemsworth. Bored with that.
3: I'm on yeah. board with that. Of I think that's a good that choice. First of all,
0: not whatever. I want Chris. Yeah. I want I want to <laughs> climb you, him like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the shit. way makes
1: perfect sense <laughs> why <laughs> I would like I would oh, say Paul Our Rund, listeners and he can't would see the hand motions.
3: The yeah. actual simulation of climbing <laughs> yeah. up a tree <laughs> yeah. is just oh my god, it's epic. Oh, Talk about god. Barnacle.
0: I'd be like a koala. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh god. All right, now we're gonna move on because this is right. TMI. No, Woo! okay, wait, let it's me do one. Let me do one. Uh, um
2: okay, okay. Uh What would Nate if he were to get arrested, what would he get arrested for?
0: like an illegal jewelry purchase (laughs) (laughs) like it's some diamond like blood diamond that he's like found at the black market I would never
1: buy a blood diamond whatever I'm just saying
0: (laughs) I'm just saying it would be some weird jewelry heist gone wrong that he was a part of out of (laughs) without knowing yeah
1: That's totally yeah. true. All he That's does true. is buy women's jewelry.
2: Okay, so, right, so. Uh, Nate, what's Jared getting arrested for?
1: Um, well, he has been arrested for unpaid <laughs> parking tickets. So, which <laughs> make kind of <laughs> makes sense because sometimes, like, the day-to-day grind of, like, little details, he's, like, not interested in. He's like, no, I'm designing this, you know, $14 million office complex. Like, I'm <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, right, but, like... You still have to pay the think speeding I'm ticket. You arrested
0: for speeding? No, no,
1: I said you did. Not, for anymore. Unpaid parking not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I would sad. say, what would you be arrested for um, now? I'm pretty boring. No, he actually, okay, this is the thing that people don't know about Jared. He would be arrested in some like sort of trumped up manslaughter. I, like, assault thing, because if somebody, like, broke into our house, oh, yeah. he's the guy that rips a lamp out of the wall, and, like, like I wanted, like, to put razors in our trees and things like that when we lived in Los Angeles, and Jerry was like, we don't need to, because, I will kill somebody that, that comes into our home where I yeah. immediately go would, into like, that negotiate. dream where you open your mouth and you scream and no sound comes out. And nothing comes, comes out. out. And yes. nothing comes so out. So that's me.
2: Okay, okay. I'm not
1: brave like okay. that. But I'll come he's, he somebody. Would, I'm somebody would, somebody would, that. Somebody would sue him because he's on TV. So yeah. that's what he would be arrested for. Okay, call fair. Him,
2: well, it makes me great. feel safer around you, Jer. That's great. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's safe. It's really safe. Yeah,
2: I feel, I feel really yeah. safe around you. I
3: have one that I like to ask. Okay, go for it. Our guests. What do you think, because it, it relates to your own selves, if you were a piece of furniture, <laughs> Nate, if Jeremiah was a piece of furniture, what would he mm. be? Mm.
1: <laughs> He'd be a, like a wall sconce or a light because he's bright. I would say. Aww, mm. That's sweet. Nate? Although I
3: will say wall sconces only do what, up to 60 watts? So, you know, not that
0: bright. <laughs> it's all you need, Raj. It's all you need. <laughs>
2: Okay, uh, share. what would he be? I was gonna say something like, like romantic. Like he'd no, be like an going like
0: I I he was say. I was gonna say like a beautiful, like timeless sofa. Like, you know, you're so timeless. You're just clean. I agree with that. You know, he's okay. just
2: timeless. He never that. goes out of style. Except he would keep recovering.
1: A hundred percent. He, he
0: always gets recovered.
1: He because because the sofa cushion would get wrinkles. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yes. No I, and I want I want to follow it up with another question that I think is appropriate for the two of you. What do you I don't th- know where he's going. Nate, with this, what do you think Jeremiah thinks his best feature is? What is he in love with about himself? Because I know this is a great question <laughs> for them because they they're going to really yes, think yes, about
1: yes, it. Yes, I mean, obviously, your lower abs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was lower would, abs. Yeah, yeah that's lower not ab- true. Lower Can we
2: know. define the lower ab? Is that like low no, belly button? Like no, two no, no six? He d-
1: I'm joking. He doesn't. He doesn't think. Okay, let me just he doesn't
2: think he's half as good looking as we all know he is
1: the secret of our relationship the real secret after all this time we've spent together is that jeremiah doesn't know how good looking he is and i think i'm better looking than i am (laughs) that is why our whole relationship works because He's gorgeous. Every there's nothing, not everything about him. And he doesn't see himself that way. No. And I can eat carbs for like six months and need to have my back waxed and like look like an absolute like small aging Jewish troll. And I'm like, I am so hot.
0: Yeah. You do love. You so do that's love. the problem. I okay. do apply your confidence. So not, he does not, not have
2: not, a you <laughs> may not part, to, he not to compare us to you guys, but I'm pretty sure, not that I'm Beautiful, but that I share Jeremiah is like oblivion, and Roger yeah. will literally. Rel- <laughs> he feels so good about himself. <laughs> all the <Yeah>. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were on this really important call yesterday, <laughs> and I'm he was in his office, and we were on Zoom, and I literally start texting him offline. You really need to up your Zoom game. You literally <laughs> look like he. You guys, I am going to send you a picture of what was going down. And the truth is, he's so confident. He doesn't it Doesn't care. matter. That's him. So I made matter. him put on a beanie and a, a non nylon track clothes for you, for you guys today. Yeah, yeah, I like your look you today. Yep. Last thing, you guys, um, before yep. we let you go. Uh, last meal, last thing you would eat, Jer. What would you eat? No. Go. What would Nate? What would Nate eat, Jer?
1: my last
0: meal yeah like, i mean what wouldn't he eat oh my god <laughs> oh my Favorite, god
2: number one you know
0: you know oh it's kugel 100 all oh. he cares about is kugel it's like his mm. it's like i made it for him my mother made that for him yes my mother made it for, 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 yes. made made it for it. you delicious. Delicious. he talks about yeah. it more than you do. you like
3: salty or sweet sweet sweet, sweet um sweet. raisins or no raisins don't care Okay. Yeah. Just
1: sweetie he he wants raisins.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm Quite just
3: trying to frame the
1: conversation.
2: Okay. What's What's Jair's last Nate?
1: Jer's last meal. Uh huh. Mm. So I'm gonna. This is for you and your listeners. Jeremiah's relationship with food is a little bit strange sometimes. (laughs) And when he was in a story he loves to tell. Do I? When he came back from shooting Abercrombie. Oh, we're going there. When his ass was on a billboard in Times Square, shot by Bruce Weber. (laughs) I was going to say, it was Bruce Weber involved? Yeah, he came home Mm. from that shoot to his apartment in Los Angeles. And this is what he made. So he ordered, I got it. Oh, I've got it. He's, he ordered a pepperoni pizza. Domino's thin crust. With extra cheese. Then he made two boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese. And he went to Taco Bell and got cheese sauce. Nacho cheese sauce. And he made it, put it all in a bowl. And he ate that for his dinner. It was so good. Which to me, wow. I mean, That's, wow. This is going to be your last meal. That would be his, would be because you still talk about it. Like, I, did it if, right. I would eat it right now. Yeah. You'd be surprised. How Sounds good are right.
3: actually surprisingly good. I just, what I'm having confusion about is how you put the tortillas from the taco on the pizza. You no, there's no taco. There's just, the just
1: the sauce. Just the, just the sauce. He wanted the extra sauce. Oh, sauce. And I put brown, brown, it in a sound bowl Yeah. yeah.
2: Can I, I can fork I say and I something? it. You, fork and I you guys, can I say one thing? Time. Can I bring it to a really superficial note? When Jer walked into my studio for the first time, <laughs> <it> literally <laughs> I was looked at vest. looked at my 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 team, and I said, "What on earth?" He looks like he just stepped off of Bruce. <laughs> a Bruce oh Avakambe
1: <laughs> oh.
2: I believe it might have been Kelsey or something. <laughs> he did.
1: I was like, like,
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's exactly how
0: I felt it. It was a long time ago, guys.
2: But life goes full circle. And I just want to say you guys are one of our absolute most favorite couples long before this podcast, long after this podcast. Um, we love you both dearly and congratulations on all of your
3: success. Yeah.
2: By the way, both personally and professionally, huge success. And my dream, you you guys, I told Roger, I think my plan is when we do buy our dream house someday, when we grow up, I'm just going to hand you guys our credit card and say, go. Let's I'm do in. It. I'm ready. I'll take I'm, over. I'm, I'm better in. with the budget, but we're not, that, ready. That's we're true. not ready. We're not ready. Yeah, I, I definitely trust Jeremiah on the budget 100%. side. hundred percent. That's why we used Jeremiah way back when. <laughs> when I was <laughs> yeah, under budget. Now. Not now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Right. I, I love you both. Love you we love you guys. Love Thank you guys. Guys. so much Thank for being our Kiss, guest. kiss those guys. babies. So I would just say, all in. That was absolutely one of my favorite episodes so far because. We just spoke to two people that I thought I knew so well and yet I just learned even more. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little um a little envious of their, of their romance.
3: What are
0: you ours envious
2: about? Like, because ours was like so long ago and theirs is still kind of new and you know, I I think we need to do it all over again, honey.
3: So I should divorce you?
2: No, but I feel like we need to come up with a new like romantic story. Ours is old already.
3: I could get a mistress. Uh, rude. Well, I thought that's what we were talking about. No.
2: And in fact, nothing I said alluded to any such thing. So moving right along, that was really awesome. And I could have talked to Nate and Jarrah forever. That was really fun. That was fun. Okay. So most importantly, we want to leave you with a little highlight and a low light from our week. In relationships, clearly we know the bad comes with the good. So this is our time to mention a little bit of both of those things each week. Babe?
3: Yes, darling.
2: Do you have a highlight?
3: Well, I would have to say the highlight is Goldie. I really feel like I'm feeling like Goldie is becoming a real member of our family. She's learning how to pee and poo by herself and now she's snuggling in bed with us. So I feel like that was a real highlight for my week.
2: Honey, I'm so happy. You said Goldie was a highlight.
3: Well, now let me get to my low light. Oh no. The low light is that my wife has no sleep. She's up all night. She's really mean to me because she's getting no sleep. And it's all because of that damn dog. (laughs)
2: I thought you were going to say it's because she pooped and ate it.
3: Oh no, she also pooped in my closet and ate the poop. All right, don't talk about it. Anyone listening out there, you want to hear a real low Okay, no,
2: no, no. Don't talk about it.
3: Dogs are dogs because they poop and eat their own poop. That's why they're animals. And we love them. But they're not humans.
2: Okay. My highlight...
3: Because humans don't eat poop.
2: Okay, my highlight in a really amazing turn of events was that you and I just sat through a three-hour lunch meeting and you did not interrupt me or anyone speaking at the table and did not speak really until called upon until the end. And then you had like, you know, your normal, like couldn't get enough words out fast enough. But the fact that you were able to sit quietly and listen for over two hours was really like, that was a real highlight for me. Well,
3: it's because I have a new technique, Rachel. Oh God. What is it? Well, I either A, do TM while I'm at lunch. What's TM? Transmeditational meditation. I don't even know what that is, but okay. Well, you know, I'm sort of there, but I'm not there. The other thing I've learned that's really effective is ignore. Just sit around in a blissful state.
2: Let me tell you, I loved that blissful state. That, that that glazed over look in your eyes, you seemed so engaged and quiet. Okay, so that was my highlight. My low light was that- Disengaging
3: for, is the new engaging.
2: My low light was that every night this week, you walked into my office, fireplace going, with a nice frosty drink for yourself and not one glass of wine for your wife, which I thought was really, really- <laughs> really upsetting because for the last 29 years, you never walked in with a drink for yourself without one for me. Listen, Alki. Listen, just because I have a quarter of a glass of wine every I mean, the 29 night. <laughs> years,
3: that sounds like a very long time
2: to Listen, have drinks every night. Really? I'm feeling like if I have a quarter of a glass of wine, I feel like that doesn't count. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. So I know we've already talked about the importance of mental health in this episode, but it's so important that I actually can't say it enough. If something is interfering with your happiness or keeping you from being the best version of yourself, you owe it to yourself to get help. And therapy is the help you deserve. BetterHelp is so convenient that there's actually no excuse not to try it if you're curious about the experience. You can schedule a weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to try to fit in an in-person therapy session into your weekly schedule. You can do your sessions from the comfort of your home, which especially helps during these crazy times. And if you're worried that you might not mesh with your therapist, let me put your mind at ease. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Because if it's not a fit, it's actually not gonna work. And BetterHelp is dedicated to making it work. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Works For Us listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com works. So don't wait. Visit betterhelp.com works and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. If you liked what you heard so far, Please make sure you subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. And please keep listening and check us out on our Instagram at works.for.us.
3: It does work for us, baby. Sometimes.
2: Right Rug Flooring.